Hello and welcome to Season Saviors Episode 9. I'm Ian Whitfield. I'm actually going to be doing this week solo once again. Uh, Shane is not going to be able to be joining me this week. Uh, but we're going to jump right into the action after a really exciting week 8 where we saw that uh, Fitzmagic is back for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and that some huge moves were uh, made at the trade deadline including uh, sending Demarius Thomas to the Houston Texans and Golden Tate to the Eagles. Not to mention on the defensive side of the ball, Ha Ha Clinton Dix going to the Washington Redskins. We have a huge week nine ahead of us, so let's jump right into it. All these point totals, once again, are done in the basic ESPN point per reception point format. So we're going to jump right into it. And with my first must start of the week, Alex Smith, quarterback for the Washington Redskins. Alex Smith and the Washington Redskins take on the Falcons this uh, Sunday at home, and the Falcons have given up a ton of points to, uh, or fantasy points, to opposing quarterbacks. Uh, they have, Alex Smith is having a decent year so far. He's consistently putting up double-digit points, so you don't really have to worry about a bust scenario in this, uh, this week. He's averaging 14, sorry, 14.9 points per game. And the Falcons have allowed the second most fantasy points to opposing quarterbacks and the second most fantasy points per game to opposing quarterbacks as well. The Falcons have allowed the third most yards per game, passing yards per game to quarterbacks. So Smith should be able to go off for a large amount of yards. And if Smith is going to have a breakout game this week, it's going to be against these, this Falcons uh, uh, pass defense because they haven't shown that this season that they can stop other quarterbacks. They give up a large number of fantasy points in chunks to opposing quarterbacks. And I think Smith could finally have his first breakout game of the year. <clears throat> My second must start for the week is Nick Chubb, running back for the uh, sorry Cleveland Browns. The Browns traded Carlos Hyde almost two weeks ago to the Jaguars, and Chubb stepped into the feature back role for the Browns. Chubb and the Browns go to take on the Chiefs at home this week. And the Chiefs have allowed the most rushing yards per game to opposing running backs and have allowed the most total fantasy points to opposing running backs all season. Chubb has 18 rushing attempts in both of his last two starts. So with that um, high amount of volume, with the amount of yards that the Chiefs um, or in fantasy points that the Chiefs give up, I love Chubb this week. I think that in, a, in an offense that loves to run the ball, including or in the Cleveland offense that loves to run the ball, Chubb should have a very productive week against a poor Chiefs run defense and he should be able to get a large amount of carries lots of points probably a couple t or a touchdown or two I think he could go off for over uh, 25 fantasy points this week or has the potential to go off for 25 fantasy points this week my last must start this week is Danny Amendola wide receiver for the Miami Dolphins Amendola has looked good recently as he put up 13.9 20.4 and 14.4 points in his last three games, and has started to live up to the large contract he received. It's not a massive contract, but it's a big contract for a slot-wide receiver uh, that he signed with the Miami Dolphins this offseason. This week, the Dolphins take on the Jets, who have a terrible, who are just terrible against opposing wide receivers. The Jets have allowed the third most total fantasy points to opposing wide receivers, 45.5 points per game. That's obviously total between um, all, other, all wide receivers on a roster, and have allowed the second most yards per game to wide receivers as well. Amendola will look to capitalize on this really good form that he's in, not to mention the fact that he's going up against this tragic Jets um, defense that just can't guard wide receivers. And so I'm guessing he's going to go about north of 20 points, and he could finally uh, establish himself as a high-end wide receiver too this season where he was projected to be. We're going to jump into the do-not-starts this week. And my first do-not-start, a player that I've talked about throughout these podcasts that I really don't like, or sorry, just don't like is a um, 
play in fantasy is Alex Collins, running back for the Baltimore Ravens. Collins is still only rushed for over 60 yards once this, once this season after eight games played. He hasn't gone over 70 yards once this season. Collins is a touchdown-dependent running back, and against a Steelers team that is a good, has a good rush defense, the Steelers have only allowed five rushing touchdowns all season to opposing running backs, or just five total touchdowns, that's including receptions and rushing touchdowns. They've only allowed three rushing touchdowns, and Collins is not a reception down or a reception back. So do not, he's only, the odds of him getting in the end zone are looking really slim. So, I mean, a guy that's not able to rack up yards, even with a good amount of carries, I just can't see how he's going to be successful this week. Um, the Steelers have allowed, the, sorry, the Steelers rush defense has allowed the second least total points per game to opposing running backs and is one of three teams in the NFL to allow a total average yards per game to running backs that is under 100 yards. So that's including um, reception yards and rushing yards total. And they hold opposing running backs total to under 100 game, 100 yards per game, which is extremely impressive. Collins is somehow still a top 20 running back, but that's only because of uh, the touchdowns that he gets. But he doesn't get, he, he's not like a big touchdown guy either. That's the thing. So there's just to show how there's only so many elite running backs in the NFL. He's still a top 20 running back. And this week is not a good play. And just do not trust him this week. I highly recommend picking up someone else off the waiver wire or starting someone from your bench this week. My second do not start this week is Corey Davis, wide receiver for the Tennessee Titans. Corey Davis is currently still averaging 10.7 points per game in this tragic Titan offense, but that's only the only reason he's still averaging a double-digit figures is because he had a 30-point game back in Week Three. If he didn't have that, he could obvi- he could be averaging about seven points per uh, game so far. I think Davis is going to develop to have a nice career, but this is definitely not the year for him. Davis and the Titans take on a Cowboy pass defense that has quietly done a very good job with opposing wide receivers this season. The Cowboys are third best in the league in total yards allowed to wide receivers per game with 146. I have allowed the, or sorry, and have allowed the second lowest amount of total fantasy points per game to opposing wide receivers as well. Davis with Mariota as his quarterback, not to mention the Titans are, are on the road, just does not look good for Davis and I can't see how he's going to be successful with a Mariota as his quarterback, who's yet heard, who barely has any passing touchdowns this year in an offense that is run dependent. And Corey Davis going against this defense that has um, that's really good against opposing uh, wide receivers just doesn't look good for me. Uh, lastly, we're going to go to Philip Rivers, quarterback for the Los Angeles Chargers. Rivers, Rivers put together a very good year. He's a top thirteen quarterback who averages twenty point nine points per game. Uh, the Chargers head to Seattle this week and to take on a Seahawks pass defense who's ranked number one in the NFL in fantasy points per game allowed to opposing quarterbacks. The River- Rivers and the Chargers should be able to go up on the Seahawks early. Uh, the Seahawks are a good team, but I think the Chargers are just going to go up early on them, and the Rivers should be able to, could see limited, limitation in his passing attempts. Rivers is not a great play this week against a non-quarterback-friendly Seahawks defense in a t- where he might not even get that many attempts either. I don't think, um, or Philip Rivers could end up seeing low double-digit points, if not in the single-digit figures. Um, I think you're better off picking up someone off the waiver wire this week, or if you do have a backup quarterback on your uh, bench, which some people do in deep leagues, you're better off starting him this week, especially with uh, someone that's going up against the top quarterback uh, defense in the NFL. We're going to jump into the waiver wire pickups now. We're going to start with Tyrell Williams, a wide receiver for the Los Angeles Chargers. I talked about Tyrell Williams a couple weeks back on my waiver wire pickups. 
Williams was one of my favorite guys um, last week, and uh, he, once again, he is. Williams is owned in less than 30% of ESPN leagues, which is ridiculous, the fact that he's averaging 12.6 fantasy points per game and that he's put up 27 and 22 points in his last two games and is establishing himself as a name in the Chargers wide receiving corp. The Williams has a great flex value and is a low-end wide receiver, too, at the moment, and Rivers is starting to find him more. He's got deep, he's got big play potential to him, too. So I love Williams. I mean, I think this is a guy that is going to be end up as a top 30 wide receiver for the season at the pace that he's going. And I think that you're really, it's a really good pickup if you're struggling in the flex or wide receiver position. My second waiver wire pickup is Jack Doyle somehow is available. Uh, tight end for the Indianapolis Colts. Doyle struggled with injuries this season, which is probably why he's dropped in a lot of league. Um... But when he's healthy, he's a force. I mean, he's a tight end one every single week that he's healthy. Doyle came back last week from sitting out five weeks this season and dropped 19 points in his first game back, not to mention that he had a touchdown too. He's a favorite target of Andrew Luck when he's healthy, obviously, in a heavy pass offense. Doyle is owned in only 38.8% of fantasy leagues and is a rare gem in the tight end free agent market. You can't find tight ends as good as Jack Doyle in the tight end market at this point. If you can pick him up, He's probably better than the tight end you have, unless you have like a Gronk or Travis Kelsey, Zach Ertz, uh, maybe a Kyle Rudolph. But he's up there with Kyle Rudolph at the pace that uh, he's having this season. And I think he's a great pickup that you could have um, if you're struggling at that position. My last waiver wire pickup for the week is Cortland Sutton, wide receiver for the Denver Broncos. Demarius Thomas is now out of the picture for the Denver Broncos. So now um, Cortland Sutton, the future star, is now wide receiver two in Denver and has the potential to become a great fantasy play. And I love this kid, actually. I mean, his everything's like adding up for him. Sutton has put up eight or more fantasy points in all five of his last five games. So he was able to get, he was getting targets as a wide receiver three. And now he just boosted himself to a wide receiver two with uh, Demarius Thomas out of the picture. So now his spikes or his targets are going to spike. And Sutton's only owned in 40.5% of ESPN leagues. This dude could end up being very special and could be, end up being an elite um, fantasy play, especially if you're able to get him at the um, on the on the uh, waiver wire. That's a great pickup, and you can play him at the flex early on, and he's going to show you that he is going to be a star in this league and that he's going to be able to establish himself as a wide receiver too and a really good one too, especially if you already have a solid wide receiver one like DeAndre Hopkins or Adam Thielen or something like that. But uh, that's all we have this week on Fantasy, uh, or sorry, on Season Saviors, Episode 9. Thank you.